why did the 34 or 37 professors condemn ASU for having me come to speak at the university? So I have a theory. I know why, I know exactly why they condemned ASU for inviting me. They fear any conservative coming for 90 minutes. Because in 90 minutes, I can undo four years of the indoctrination that these leftists give their students. They are scared of me, of Charlie Kirk, of Ben Shapiro, of Jordan Peterson, of Heather McDonald. We will undo the garbage, the lies, the fraud, the intellectual idiocies that they purvey in 90 minutes. They are, and by the way, they're right. We do undo everything they do in 90 minutes. That's why they're scared to have us. It makes perfect sense. There is no other reason, and I'll prove it to you. I will come here. I live in California. I will come here and debate any one, any three, any ten, all 37, happily, under any circumstance you want. You can have a left-wing moderator, and I'll come and debate. But they won't debate for the same reason they don't come on my radio show. I invite them. I will give them a million listeners. You just give me 200, and they won't do it. They don't debate. They smear. These are vicious. They are the hate people. These are the haters. The 37 are the haters. That's why they didn't come today. They're afraid of this hearing. And they're right. You expose these people, and they be, you, you realize what intellectual and moral lightweights they are. Every single one of them. My name is Dennis Prager, and I am 40 years. I have been a radio talk show host with a national show. So I believe, among other things, I'm of the longest ongoing talk show in America, which is relevant because if I were a purveyor of hate, it's odd to imagine I would have been on for 40 years and continue to be on. And uh, it's also relevant because I believe I have talked with, not to, but with more people than any living human being. That's not a boast. It's just a statement of, I come to my views on life having actually talked with vast numbers of people from every background. There are people who are transgender who call my show, not to mention every other group that one can uh, imagine. The reason they feel free to is because they know I will not insult them and because I believe it is so critical to have my show open to anyone. The antithesis of what these 37 professors believe, I will come to them momentarily. I'm also the co-founder of Prager University or PragerU, which has a, over a billion views a year, mostly of young people. We have uh, been the recipient of many attempts to suppress us on YouTube. The last time I was at a panel like this was in Washington uh, prior to uh, the lockdowns. And it was, on, it was on YouTube and Google, Google owns YouTube, suppressing some of my own videos on PragerU. We have 
about 600 five-minute videos. They come out every week. I have done one-tenth of them. Nine-tenths are done by others. Among mine are 11 on the Ten Commandments. And one of them was, in fact, suppressed by Google. The Google representative, the YouTube Google man, was there in the Senate committee. Senator Ted Cruz asked him, why did you suppress, why did you put Mr. Prager's video, why did you take it off the, uh, why did you put it on the restricted list so that children couldn't see it, libraries couldn't see it, schools couldn't see it, and he said with a straight face, because it mentions murder. So when it was my turn to speak, I said, we will now put out a Google-friendly Ten Commandments and remove Thou Shalt Not Murder. We will have a Nine Commandments video that will pass muster. It is the level of attempts to suppress that gives you the, the absurdity to which uh, the left goes. And there is a reason I say the left. A, because I do not include liberals. Liberals do not hold leftist values uh, and... Uh, there is nothing in common between leftism and liberalism. Liberals believe in uh, racial integration. Leftists believe in racial segregation, like all the black dorms and black graduations on campuses. No liberal believes in that. Only leftists do. And the Ku Klux Klan, for that matter. But I mention the left because there is no instance since the French Revolution of the left allowing free speech. Whether it was the French Revolution, the Russian Revolution or where I went to graduate school, Columbia University, which is now uh, uh, regarded as the most suppressive of free speech of all universities in the country, wherever the left takes over, there is no example in history of the left allowing dissent. So it is not surprising that we are convening on that issue here. It, if you allow dissent, you're a liberal or you're a conservative. But by definition, you are not a person of the left. So I have found PragerU. I have done my radio show. I've written 10 books. I'm writing the fourth volume of a five-volume commentary on the Torah, uh, the, uh, the first five books of the Bible, helped by my knowledge of biblical Hebrew. That's a real hater. Guys who write biblical commentaries are known as major haters in our civilization. I have a book on happiness, another classic example of hatred in this country, according to the lies told about me by 37 of your professors, all of whom have disgraced the name of Arizona State University. I will come to that in a moment. My life has been devoted to goodness, period, end of issue. I, that's all I care about, is that people be good to each other. I have no other primary concern. My entire theology is that God wants us to be good, not terribly complex. So therefore, to call me a hater or a white nationalist doesn't bother me because it would be, if I said to any of you, you're a porcupine, you would not be troubled because you know you're not a porcupine. There is a very famous libel in Jewish history, since I've written a book on anti-Semitism. I know, I know this well. Uh, there, there was a, a libel that uh, Jews would... Uh, take Christian children and butcher them before Passover to use their blood to bake matzah. It's called the blood libel. It's the most famous libel in history. Jews were murdered on, on mass, kicked out of all, all the Jews of England were kicked out on that charge. And it was a very interesting effect it had on Jews because then they realized, wow, 
people really could make up total lies about you and believe it. Every Jew knew that it is not possible to kill a child, use their blood to bake matzah. You can't even drink animal blood, according to the Torah, if you're a Jew. So when I am called a white nationalist, it is equivalent to me of the blood libel. It is a pure, total, vicious lie. Therefore, it only reflects on the people who say it. They are despicable. It is an embarrassment to ASU that these people teach here. My Tuesday column came out today, and it is about the ASU issue. So this is what is in my column. It's at Town Hall. It's at my own website. It will be at Daily Wire, the uh, uh, many uh, Jewish uh, journals as well. The charge of my being a white nationalist is as vicious as it is libelous. It would be impossible to find a written word in my 10 books or more than a 1,000 columns, all available on the Internet, or an uttered sentence in 40 years of broadcasting that expresses sympathy with white nationalism. I am a religious Jew who hates white nationalism, the doctrine that murdered two out of every three of Europe's Jews just a few years before I was born. My father, an Orthodox Jew, joined the U.S. Navy and risked his life to fight that evil. As anyone who has heard or read me can testify, the motto of my life, taken from Viktor Frankl's classic Man's Search for Meaning, is that, quote, there are only two races, the decent and the indecent. Unlike the professors and the rest of the left, I divide people by morality, good and bad, not race or class. So given the dishonesty of the smears, why did the 34 or 37 professors condemn ASU for having me come to speak at the university? So I have a theory. I know why, I know exactly why they condemned ASU for inviting me. They fear any conservative coming for 90 minutes. Because in 90 minutes, I can undo four years of the indoctrination that these leftists give their students. They are scared of me, of Charlie Kirk, of Ben Shapiro, of Jordan Peterson, of Heather McDonald. We will undo the garbage, the lies, the fraud, the intellectual idiocies that they purvey in 90 minutes. They are, and by the way, they're right. We do undo everything they do in 90 minutes. That's why they're scared to have us. It makes perfect sense. There is no other reason, and I'll prove it to you. I will come here. I live in California. I will come here and debate any one, any three, any ten, all 37. Happily, under any circumstance you want, you can have a left-wing moderator, and I'll come and debate. But they won't debate for the same reason they don't come on my radio show. I invite them. I will give them a million listeners. You just give me 200, and they won't do it. They don't debate. They smear. These are vicious. They are the hate people. These are the haters. The 37 are the haters. That's why they didn't come today. They're afraid of this hearing. And they're right. You expose these people, and they be, you, you realize what intellectual and moral lightweights they are. Every single one of them. I looked up every single one of them. I did a lot of homework. It was fun. I actually looked up their bios on, the, on your website. Mm -hmm. 
on uh, uh, so I, I listed a few of those. So here's here's one winner. Forgive me, I have to use the expletive because otherwise, it, it, look, the ASU website spells it out so I could pronounce it. So here's an example of one of those who signed the uh, the petition. Dagmar van Engen, uh, let's see, whose, quote, current project argues that transness is central to queer and feminist science and is the author of How to F*** a Kraken, Cephalopodid Sexualities and Non-Binary Genders in Ebook. Oh, excuse me, Ebook Erotica. Now, that's something you really want your kid in Arizona to study, isn't it? Yeah. That, that's, that, that, obviously, ASU is proud of this professor. This is described in this, in this case, their uh, autobiography. Or some other really critical stuff. David Agris has done research in gender and sexuality studies. Did any of them not do research in gender? Is there any other subject at ASU, at Barrett? Post-colonial studies, queer theory, and animal studies filed a lawsuit against Montana State University saying he was denied tenure and fired because he was gay. You think there's a university in this country that would fire you because you're gay? I mean, it's possible, extremely unlikely. Joseph O'Neill recently set a, uh, led a seminar on the, quote, whitewashing of ancient Greece and Rome. Any of you know what that means? Rachel Fedak, whose research interests include feminist ethics, black feminism, abolition, gender, race. This is just a few of the, uh, of the people who signed this. But what is worse is that's, they who, there's are the people who teach at an honors college here. So, a few more points worthy of being made. See, I covered white nationalism, I've covered debating. I really do. The offer on the debate is a very real one. The author to have them on my radio show. I will give them my million-plus audience to defend their lie, their despicable lie that I am a white nationalist, that this Jew who has fought his life against the goddamn Nazis is a white nationalist. These people are vicious they are lowlifes. Every one of the 37 is a lowlife. Oh, yes. Something, what should be said to these people is what was said to Eugene McCarthy, who, who charged people with being communists who were not communists. He charged some people who are communists with being communists, to be intellectually honest. But he also charged people who were not. And you know how it ended? Somebody looked at him in the Senate and said, have you no shame, sir? Will anybody at ASU say to these 37, have you no shame, sir? Will one of the deans, will one of the God knows thousand in administration, one say, have you no shame? Will anyone here say that? That's cowardice if you don't say that. But cowardice is the human norm. That's why there's so much evil in the world, because cowardice is the human norm. You know what else they do? They cheapen the fight against real racism. If I am a Nazi, 
then you can't fight Nazis. You've just cheapened the fight against real Nazis. That's why I hate these people. They have cheapened the fight against real Nazism. They're the haters, for the record. The Democrats sent out a tweet about you, sir. <laughs> what, was the, what was that tweet again? Uh, let me read it for you, sir. Uh, which yeah. ones, House or Senate? No, on, on the, uh, on the uh, free speech issue, that they said it was despicable. That, that you said hate speech is free speech? Yeah, hate speech is free. This is from the Arizona Senate Democrats. Hate speech is free speech, in my opinion. State Senator Anthony Kern chairing the Joint Legislative Ad Hoc Committee on Freedom of Expression at Arizona's public universities. Absolutely despicable. Hashtag AZ yeah, leg. Right. It, they do. So they admit it. They be, Now you know when I said the left has never allowed dissent. They admit it. It is despicable to say hate speech is free speech. A few weeks ago, real Nazis with a real swastika were in front of a Georgia synagogue. The Georgia police said they have free speech to do that, and I agree. And I lost relatives in the Holocaust. In the United States of America, you can march with a swastika. Because if they can't march, where will you draw the line? And then no line is drawn. That's why. If the Nazis can't speak today, then the, the, the Zionists can't speak tomorrow. That's the way it works, my dear friends, in real life. So yes, all hate speech is free speech. That is correct. That is the way it works in the United States of America. In Europe, it doesn't work that way. In Europe, if you deny the Holocaust, and there is no one lower than a Holocaust denier, those are truly evil human beings. In America, you can deny the Holocaust. In Europe, you go to jail. Can't get more hate speech than denying the Holocaust. This is a better country because of free speech. It is the single biggest reason it is the best country, or was, until the left took over. So I ask, and I end with this, I ask the, uh, in light of all this, I'd like to ask the ASU if they're, deans if they're still here, are you proud of this letter? Just curious. Do you think this brought glory to ASU? The lies of these 37, these cowards who hide behind a letter? And of course they intimidated kids. Anne didn't tell you what she wrote, uh, some of the things she wrote in the Wall Street Journal. Kids said to her, I'll come, but make sure that the, uh, the cameras don't show that I was here. Are you proud of that happening at ASU? Kids are afraid to show up at a lecture? You know what Charlie Kirk, the big hater, you know what he talked about? You know what he devoted his whole half hour to? Why he observes the Sabbath, though he is a Christian. His entire talk, the big hater, Charlie Kirk, his whole talk was, you know what? I decided I'm not going to use my cell phone 24 hours a week. And as a Christian, he does it from Friday night to Saturday night, as I, a Jew, do. That's a real hate talk, isn't it? Can't get more hateful than that. Why is ASU not embarrassed by this letter? That's the question. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. President. I appreciate your testimony, and I will be the first, and I'm sure the um, some of the members, not all, but some, will be uh, uh, will 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 be with me in uh, stating to the 37 faculty members: yeah, Is there no shame? 
Thank you. Is there no shame, ASU? Is there no shame, 37 faculty members? Um, I'm not embarrassed. I, I, I mean, this has been going on for a while. Um, but I will fight tooth and nail for your rights and everybody's right in this room um, to speak what they need to speak and to educate our children uh, the right way. So um, does the, any of the members have any questions for Mr. Prager? Go ahead. Sure. Mr. Chairman, Mr. Prager, thank you for being here today. Um, you had mentioned, you know, that the haters. Why, if, if, the le if, the, if leftists think that we're so wrong, won't other people think it too if they just get exposed to it? Why would they try to prevent us from going? I said they're afraid of us. They're not afraid because we're bad. The bad hate the good. And they hate us because we're better. But even if they don't, if, if you don't accept that view, why won't they debate us? If I am an anti-intellectual white nationalist, wouldn't it be a service to ASU and to the country to take me down? I got a giant website and a giant radio show. I, I was the number one Amazon seller, when, when, uh, number two, excuse me, in the country when, when my last, or my, 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 the first of my Bible books came out. Wouldn't it be one of the great services that he could, any of these people could offer to the country to take me down intellectually? They can't and they know it. They stand for nothing. These people are empty. How to f a Kraken? ASU is proud of that as a book written by one of the people at the Honors College? Thank you. Thank you, sir. Um, any questions at all? I have a couple, sir, if you don't mind. Um, so you were at the event. Uh, ASU has said, well, we let the event go on, um, which in their mind is free speech. Um, what, are, what were your observations at that event? What did you... What well, did you first, I don't know that just to be true, the audience was in the dark. I, I don't mean intellectually, uh, physically. Uh, and uh, I, I assume that at least half were, were older than college or graduate school age. I think a lot of kids... Look, Charlie Kirk has, has the largest college organization uh, of a uh, period. I have the... Uh, PragerU is the largest uh, young people organization or viewership in the world. Uh, when I go to colleges and when he goes, we get very big turnouts. So clearly they were intimidated here. I mean, it is, it is obvious. Yeah. Thank you. So it reminds me of a, of a riddle. My, my field of study was the left. Uh, I was at the Russian Institute at Columbia University in my graduate work. I learned Russian. I went to communist countries regularly. I never thought I would be studying the American future. I just thought I was studying the Soviet Union and Eastern Europe. They, so I, I specialized uh, in, in those areas, and I loved Soviet dissident humor because it's bitter and true. So there was an old joke, uh, here, uh, a Soviet dissident joke. In Russia, you have, in Soviet Union, you have freedom of speech. In America, you have freedom after speech. Uh, that's, that's so, yeah, there's freedom of speech here. But there's not much freedom after speech because you pay a price for going to uh, a lecture given by a conservative. And the kids know it. Thank you, Mr. Prager. One last question. Um, I'm looking at the faculty petition here and the 37 signers uh, uh, on that. And they, 
uh, it links a lot of um, different issues, racial justice, LGBTQ community, women's rights, um, you know, a, a lot of this. You know, and, and they promote it. I'll just read this. It says, and these are the 37 faculty um, members that have no shame. Uh, it says, while we applaud and support the work our faculty colleagues have performed in developing the Lewis Center's academic curriculum, um, there, uh, let me see, our concerns about the intellectual value of Lewis Center's public programming are longstanding. We have object objected to speakers brought to campus to promote topics ranging from uh, fraudulent uh, speed reading methods to anti-scientific claims about effective medicine that do not reflect the commitment. I, I won't keep reading, but I, one thing I thought it's funny how the left uses the term free speech to suppress free speech. In other words, this petition um, stifled free speech under the guise of we promote free speech and diversity except for mm -hmm. what we think is wrong and what we, 37 faculty members, um, believe offensive. And, um, you know, I, 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 what are your thoughts on, like I said, they have a lot of links here. And uh, what are your thoughts on, every, every term they, on they the use, actual petition? Every term they use is, is distorted. They say that they are pro-science and that we who differ with them. So, for example, if we said it is not good for children to be out of school, we were called anti-science by every teacher's union in every major city in this country, by the entire left. The only country in the world, in the Western world, not to lock down its children, was Sweden. None of them died. None of the teachers died. We have ruined untold number of children's lives because of the, of the uh, two-year lockdown, which they did in the name of science. They always do it, whatever they do, that was anti-science. Sweden knew it was a lie that this endangered children or endangered teachers. It was a gigantic lie. It was just to control and because most teachers are simply scared. And there was nothing as animating as fear in the human condition. Exactly. Nothing. If you're afraid, you will do horrible things, like ruin children's lives. Not one apology from any teacher's union, because as I wrote 30 years ago, it's on the internet, it's in a book I wrote, came out in the 90s, being on the left means never having to say you're sorry. Any apologies to what they've done to kids because of the lockdowns? Of course not. So in the name of science, in the name of anti-racism, we have black graduation exercises, black dormitories in the name of anti-racism. If that is not Orwellian, there's nothing that is Orwellian. Thank you. I couldn't agree with you more. Thank you, sir. Any members, any questions? All right. Thank, Thank you, you, Mr. Prager. Appreciate your time.